Hey, happy Tuesday. FT Live. Frazier, Pratt, Braun, Kersinski. How you doing? Merch looks good. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Fly swatter. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that in a sec. A new sponsor we're excited to share. Guys, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Got a lot to break down. Injury news, both positive and negative. We'll get to in just a moment. Also, special day as we wish Sarah Langs a very happy birthday. And not only does she let everyone know, hey, it's my birthday. I'm going to have myself a day, watch some baseball. But really, most importantly, Sarah, with a tweet that's getting a lot of pub, as it should, about a half a million views. There it is. It's the day Lou Gehrig's streak ended. It's one month to Lou Gehrig Day, ALS Awareness Month. And she said, let's raise awareness plus money with fist bumps for ALS. So nice and easy challenge. You donate to ALS Research if you wish. You can post a fist bump vid or pick and nominate at least three others using the hashtag fist bump for ALS. I'm wearing her shirt today. Baseball is the best. And also, swing it back over to us. Nice and simply. You have a larger size? Yeah, it's for you. I got you oh, one. Because you have the small. I got the schmedium, and you got the whatever I you I are. got the adult size. Correct. You I got the adult. You got yours a baby gap. Let's focus. Let's focus. Gap. Yes. The the real important thing is we got the shirts. Yes. And thank um, you, Sarah. It's for a great cause. Happy thank birthday. you, Sarah. And then and then fist bumps for ALS, please. Fist bumps. I don't know. Kratzy, Frage. Mm-hmm. All right. Each of you nominate someone. Kratzy, nominate someone. Brett Phillips. Great call. <laughs> He's coming on the show in a little bit. Sure I'll nominate knows. Ken Rosenthal. He's coming on the show soon. Todd Father, anyone you want to nominate? I'll nominate the guy with the most money, Cohen. Big, big Cohen over at the Mets. Hey, good call. I like that. And you? I got Ozzie Guillen because he's coming on tomorrow, and if the White Sox win, he will be shirtless tomorrow. <laughs> no, he won't. Yes, because he did a thing where he said if they go on a winning streak, every time yeah. they win a game, they'll take a piece of clothing off. So I'm saying I'm nominating him fist bump. And to come on shirtless, even though none of us want to see it. Every single time they win a game. No, they have to win. They haven't won two in a row yet. So he's in a row. On a oh, streak. on a winning streak. It has to be all in a row. Yeah. So if okay. they win tonight, that'll be two in a row. That's a winning streak. Wow, that is I, a winning streak. I thought three in a row was a winning streak. Well, for the White Sox right now, Todd, two because they haven't even gotten to two yet. All right, all right. Baby, have steps. they not had a two-game winning no. streak this year? Holy shit! Pedro Grafal has been kicked out of two games in a row before he won two games in a row as a manager. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, well, yeah, welcome to White the Sox White Sox, for, for all of their struggles, have hogged up way too much True. of our show, and they will tomorrow with Ozzy. So let's charge the mound, sponsored by Tyrus Baseball. And a shout-out to our friends at Tyrus Baseball. There it is. Pretty logo there, too. I like the cursive. We got a lot of their items up here. We got some demos coming up later this week and a special guest joining us from Tyrus tomorrow, very specifically to cover Max Scherzer in his return from the sticky stuff suspension. What? What do you guys tell me what this is? Uh, they'll text or email. They're watching. So I know I'm what sure it they'll is. let us know. What is it? It's a fly swatter. No, it's to get the off your baseball bed, the pine tar. No, we the, got one of those. We have a, a no, one. No, that's of those. a scraper yeah. as well. This There's is this is the here. Can yeah, that's a this scraper. One? This yeah. one's a bat scraper, right? I think that's a bat scraper too. Yes, so, it is. There's different varieties of bat, bat scrapers. You obviously didn't need it, I guess. I never it, had I a bat long enough to, to worry about the pine tar piling up. I've never seen this one. I've what about one. you, Todd Father? Did you use that? Yeah, I mean, I used it. You use alcohol, um, put it on the bat, and then you would scrape it off like this as much as possible. So this is a good rag right here. Nice use. I say, yeah, we got the whole, we got the whole yeah, game. Yeah, there we go. Okay. We're good to go. Thank Perfect. you, Todd Father. Perfect I, thought was, I thought this thing was a smack Scott when he gets out of the Hey. But you're lucky that didn't get caught on camera. Otherwise, workman's comp. You're, and you're suspended for a week. So I'm anything suspended? for a follow. We promise? What? I'm you want to be suspended, a week. don't you? All right, I'm keeping this. So let's charge the damn mound. Bryce Harper is back. I can't believe I'm saying this, Kratzy. You're the Philly guy. 160 days after Tommy John surgery, that is a record to come back in Major League Baseball. I know it's not a pitcher. It's a position player. And I know he's going to go back as a DH at first. But... The target date that we were hearing in the offseason was the second half of the season. That's like mid-July. It's May 2nd, and he's back for the Phils. Your thoughts? He, he said, "He said no, I want to get a couple games in before Cinco de Mayo. He had this circled in his calendar, and I don't, I don't get it. Like, this guy, 
This guy's got something different coursing through his veins to be able to come back this quickly. But you hear, you hear of some people that can heal quick. My biggest thing would be make sure you're ready. No rehab. He's going to rehab against the Dodgers. Like, that's – and he's and he's going up against Urias, too, who's not an easy – he's not an easy customer for righties or lefties. But for Harper coming back, it will definitely put a jolt in their lineup, whether, whether he swings it tonight or not. You know, to me, I'd want to see what he does in the first two weeks because essentially that's everybody else's normal rehab time. But he's back, and there is excitement all around Philly for sure. Didn't didn't he call it too around this time? 160 days. I mean, that's phenomenal. How many times does that work out, Scott? I've never seen that before. But yeah, he's determined. He's a bulldog, man. So for him to pretty much call his shot about when he's coming back, I think that's uh, really cool, and it's going to be really great for the Phillies because once they get going, there's no stopping that team. It's not like he beat the timeline by two weeks. He beat the <laughs> timeline by two months. It's crazy. I, I think it would have been different. We saw Otani do this too. Remember when he had Tommy John a couple years back and he could just hit. Hitting and throwing are completely different animals because throwing you get kind of this way and so the Tommy John is down here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, hitting is a completely different motion. And he had a brace he wore last year. He's going to so wear, wear the same brace. So I think hitting wise, now the one thing I don't love is what Eric said that he didn't go on a rehab assignment at all. So he has no at bats. He has no at-bats since the World Series last year. He hasn't seen live pitching unless they've done some simulated games. That's tough to do during the season, though. I don't love that, but he's Bryce Harper. He's a better player than I ever was, so go get him, and I wish him the best. So he's homering tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to hit two tonight. <laughs> How many be, homers tonight? Would, Just one? Not unless I pick it. Is that my lock? If that's my lock, then my guy's not – he's not putting a pump out. But uh, Please don't touch that. It's part of my lock. We'll get to that later. Uh-oh. But did you see what Doc Roberts said to him yesterday? Because the Phillies are in L.A. They got smacked around by the Dodgers yesterday. And that's the other part of this is they're fine. Mediocre start, 15-15 and for Philly. Fourth place in the division, but only four and a half games out of first. But Doc Roberts was like, really? Now? Couldn't you wait a few more days? Mm. It's funny. You would have thought he would have waited till a home opener or they get back home. In front of the fans? No, he doesn't care. He just wants to get on the field. There's the tweet from Fabian Ardia from The Athletic. He said, this is the quote from Roberts. Hey, sit out three more days. <laughs> Doc yelled at him when he was taking grounders at first base, which will be interesting too. Bryce at first, maybe in It's going to be a while though, because to play first, you have to be able to throw. Yeah, that'll be a while. So I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Because throwing, like we just talked about, is different than swinging. Mm-hmm. Jackson said in the comments, Otani was back after seven months as a hitter. So you're mm-hmm. right. But it's quicker, but what, but they also had to be more. This careful. is five and a half. They had to be more careful with Bryce than Otani. More careful with Bryce. Yeah. No, Otani was back Why? after seven months. This is five and a That's half months. I mean, sorry, they have to oh, be more, more careful, careful with, with Otani because he pitches. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because they he pitches, and so they're much more worried about long term elbow mm-hmm. than they are about Bryce. And Bryce has to move to first base because let's not forget they had Reese, who unfortunately hurt his knee in spring training. And he was a free agent at the end of the year. So they could always say, hey, Bryce, you're great in right field, but uh, let's slide on into that first base opening we have and find someone to play the outfield. People yeah, I mean, people think it's easy just to go to first base. This is a tough position, man, especially being an outfielder coming in. Um, I think it's going to be tough for him, to be honest with you. It's, it's a tough spot. you got to have good footwork. Outfield, you just got to get – I'm not just saying the only thing, but you have to – you run to go get ball, but you got to have this great footwork. You got to make sure your foot's on the bag the right way, picking balls. So I'm sure they went through the whole gamut and, you know, from A to Z to make sure he knew what he was doing. But positioning wise, bunt defense, there's a lot that goes to it. So DH, I think, is a good spot for now. Next up. Well, no, hold on. I, what? Just, no, just on Todd's point, they're not going to stick him at first base this year. You don't think Kratz, will they? They'll let him go through spring training next year. No. He'll DH this no chance. He's he's going to play first base this year. You think? Yes. I, I think they would wait because you got to do with all the things Todd just said. You got to learn bunt defenses. You got to learn positioning. And I would rather have a guy go through all of spring training and learning all of that before you just shove him. He's in doing first that before games. 
I think you need longer than spring training too, especially if you're not an infielder. That's just, that's my argument. If you're not an infielder, you're going to have, I would go a month before or a couple weeks at least, just do nonstop baseball, first baseman work. I mean, July 15th, baby. You know, that's when he plays first. Todd Father, July 15th, he's back at first, he's at first base. All right, let's see what happens. I think, Kratzy, you're the Philly guy. You got to, you got to help decide this shit. (laughs) You're the Philly guy, Eric. You figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, you figure it out. You know, all all I can go with is what is what they're saying, and you know, they're they're putting all their all their ducks in a row. But if you're asking me, are they? Is he gonna play first? Yeah, absolutely, he's gonna play first. Is he gonna play first every day? That's hard. That's hard to say because Bohm's made a nice transition over to first when he's over there and Edmundo Sosa who's playing third is hitting the ball and the biggest issue they were afraid Sosa wasn't going to hit the ball now all of a sudden you have an elite defender taking up the left side there and if Baum keeps swinging it like he's been I think they'll keep him at first and Harper would just keep DHing ultimately to me you got to have Harper back out in the outfield I understand you don't have somebody at first because Reese is had they had no desire to re-sign Reese, but you can't keep running Castellanos and Schwarber out there on a consistent basis. Maybe mixing those guys in, and then you get Harper out there. I don't, I don't, I don't see first base as a long-term option yet because he's not compared I mean, to the other guys. He's above average. I yeah, think he's but, probably more like an average outfielder. But if you plug Bryce into first base every day, then you can use Castellanos as DH. You can use Schwarber as DH. That's huge. That's a huge thing. That's re- and then you go out and you find – it's easier to find a good defensive outfielder than it is to have a guy like Bryce Harper play first every day, and then you can mix and match with your DH. That's a bigger deal, especially if you're going to use a, lose a guy like Reese, who, like you said, they didn't seem like they have any desire to bring back. Dave yeah, Plushe. I, like- I can't now because he hasn't played much and hasn't played well. Admittedly, I used to know how to say his name perfectly. Christian Pache. Pache, yeah. Yeah. Um, Phillies have him. I know he's hurt, right? Still with the knee yeah, injury. Yeah, just a little. It was surgery. a meniscus thing, like four he'll six be back. weeks. Yeah, I mean he is a he is an elite defender. If he can ever hit, he is an elite defender, or at least a late game replacement for the team. I mean that's why they have him. I mean he can run it down with the best of them. But here, one more question before we move on. Chapman Mattis in the chat right now says on AJ's point, hitting versus throwing. Any concern with the violence, whipping nature of Harper's swing compared to more orthodox swings? I mean, he's got a violent swing always. But he played with this last year. He played with the torn UCL, which, again, is right here in your elbow. Mm-hmm. He played with it all the way through and then waited till after the season to have the surgery because they were on a run. But now he got it repaired. He got it repaired, so it should be better theor- theoretically. But he didn't wait a long time for but rehab. But it, And he said it's not going to It's never going to be 100% until he anymore. gives time. He can't damage anymore. It's fixed. And, theor- <laughs> and realistically, it's not going to be – fully healed till probably after the season i respect your opinion but i'd, I'd rather also ask someone who uses a bat scraper Todd? <laughs> <laughs> all, all my point is that, that the final thing here is comfort his comfort level you know is his i don't think his swing is going to be different but you know on certain pitches is is his motion going to be a little different you know in the beginning i, I don't know so that's where i'm just going to see like comfort level the inside pitch you know trying to drive that that, that, what is it, the bottom hand through since he's hitting lefty? Um, I don't know. I've never had it. So I, I always think after an injury, how much is your comfort level going to be? And I think, as AJ pointed out, no rehab assignment. He must have been facing live every other day at least. So if he's ready to go, then we'll see. We'll see where how he, it where, pans where, out. Where would he face live pitching, though? You're in the middle of the season. Well, you got guys that are rehabbing, and, and you know maybe they're trying to get back going and – Rookie ball guys, too, as well. Their season probably hasn't started yet. so They, they kept some guys, too. There was a whole story about it. I forget it because I read too much. What? They did keep – they kept some they, guys. They had some minor leaguers facing yeah. him, Flying I think. Flying into – wasn't he with or the, the team? Or they kept him back. He was with the team, wasn't he? Guess what? I saw him in Texas. <laughs> oh, you're in the minors. You're, you got to go to whatever league and develop. Actually, you're staying for a few more days to throw to Harper. Yeah, rookie ball, rookie ball doesn't usually start for, what, yeah. Eric, another month or two? Yeah, rookie ball is not till after June. I was just informed he was facing Ranger Suarez and some other guys. Yeah, so he's good. Yeah, Ranger Suarez is a good guy to face, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Big league guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's (laughs) the number three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron Judge, 
We talked about it yesterday, and then hours after the show, it became official. He tried to work out on the field. They didn't feel like it was good enough to go. So he's got the right hip strain, sending him to the IL. He can return as early as May 8th because he's already been sitting out now for several days. So, I mean, he's potentially less than a week away from returning. It's not the end of the world. And the big thing for Aaron Boone was he said, quote, we don't want to put him in a position where he goes out and compromises somewhere else and the injury becomes something else or worse. That's the biggest thing. And he even mentioned Boone at one point, like 80%-ish if he's like that, and then it turns into something worse. <laughs> I mean, this is where you wish – you could talk for Booney and be like, if he goes out there and he's not 100% and he gets hurt, hurt, we are fucked. That's what That's he should much say. That's pretty much what he said. Yes. He pretty much did say that. They yeah. are very reliant on him. And th- they have been missing him. They do not look as good we right now. We did it yesterday. Devastating loss for the team we last night, We did this yesterday, too. remember? Most valuable player. Yeah, the back hurting His from back carrying hurting the team. from carrying the team last year into the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, he didn't hit. He got booed, which is a disgrace to the Yankee fans. And then they didn't do anything in the postseason. And now, since he's been out, they haven't done anything. Terrible loss last night. I think we're going to get into it a little later with mm-hmm. Boone and Herman and the way Herman was pitching and then blowing the save, the whole deal. But this is a probably bigger loss than any other team for one player. I can't come up with another team that needs one guy more than the Yankees need Aaron Judge. Otani? No. They're – they're not winning with or without Otani. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a tough one. I, I said this in the beginning of the year. If they go 500 for the first two months, not saying that Judge and Stanton would get hurt, but if they're around 500 after the first two months with, you know, Rodon coming back, um, Canely in the bullpen, Bader, just to name a couple guys that Donaldson that are going to come back and, you know, hopefully help the team out. We got like Carlos Rodon, you know, helping out Garrett Cole and the boys there. I, I thought they would be fine. But now looking at this, this is their 500 right now with a whole month left to go in these first two months. This is this is trouble. And um, these guys, they got to figure it out. I know they got good arms in the minor leagues that throw really hard, but are they willing to bring them up? Who's going to supply the power? That's my biggest thing. You got Rizzo. I mean, who else? is going to supply the power with these guys gone. So are they going to have to play fundamentally sound ball? Are they going to go small ball? It, supplying runs right now is not in the Yankees' favor, and that's the biggest problem. We've got a lot of Yanks fans in the chat right now, too. NYY News TV. Yanks are a 500 team since the All-Star game last year. Major issues, and it isn't about Judge. Jazz nine innings. Yankees are screwed. They failed to score at least three runs in a game 13 times already this season. Here's from Katie Sharp, the tweet. Since April 10th, the Yankees have scored three or fewer runs in 15 games. That's the most in MLB, three more games than any other team in that span. i tell you what, there's a stat for everything, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's true, though. She's right. It, it's true. The it numbers are the numbers right true. now. They're not scoring a lot. It, and, it hey, the bottom of their true. lineup, remember, Kratzy, we, we did the game with NYY News, and we're looking, we're like, man, bottom of the lineup, when those guys – and, and they've been struggling when those guys don't look good, you know, Hicks at the bottom there. It's, it's a struggle. And even Volpe, he's young and they're letting them play through it, which we said yesterday, I, I respect, but there's just, there's a lot of spots in the lineup right now where you're like, okay, I can get through this. IKF has no extra base hits mm-hmm. for the season. We're in May. Volpe struggled. Cabrera struggled. Hicks is struggled would be nice to put it. The last two years, maybe? That's nice of you. Okay. Donaldson's out, and he was struggling before he went out, and since kind of he's been a Yankee. Judge out, no Bader. Stanton out. Rizzo's been the one guy. Trevino had a home run yesterday. Other than that, LeMahieu struggled for two years now, a year and a half, really. Hasn't been the DJ LeMahieu they counted on. Bottom of the lineup was two Torres for 15. Is, Torres has kind of been yesterday. up Stop. and down. It's just been a community effort other than Judge, collective effort. Judge was the guy. And now Judge is out, and I just don't know where it's going to come from. I don't, I don't know either. That's the problem. And the bottom of the lineup has been the biggest problem so far this year, hitting-wise. So you got to get top, you know, from one to nine, you got to have some supply of help, <laughs> per se. And that just hasn't been there. Yankees outfield yesterday, Oswaldo Cabrera, IKF, Willie Calhoun. It's just not a Yankee outfield. No. And it's May 1st. 
now May 2nd. What do they have on the I.O.? 13 players. 160-ish million dollars. They got dudes on the I.O. I'm not talking about guys that are borderline major leaguers. They got dudes on that I.O. Dude, excuse me. God bless you. No, I mean, Top Father's allergic to that. I mean, (laughs) they got to get going. He's allergic to the injury bug. Yeah, it's a stank right now. Kratzy, that's your former ball club, too. I mean, this team has the second highest opening day payroll. And we're going to bring Ken on in 30 seconds. But they got, sorry, Kratzy, they got two top starters. I mean, you think of Rodon and Severino. I mean, man. I mean, I don't care what people didn't pass. Severino's he's still pretty good. Carlos Rodon hasn't even shown New York what he's about. So it's like, and they're, they're missing pretty much 80% of the bullpen. So right now, it's going to be tough sledding. If they could find ways to win, that, that'll be as huge for the Yankees. Right now, it's going to be, whew, it's going to be tough. They'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> they're not, are they going to catch the Rays? No, they're not going to catch the race. Blue Jays? That is. So what's fine? Because Yankee fine? fans want a division. What's fine? Yeah, they want to win 110 games. You just got to make the playoffs. Got to make the playoffs, and you go from there. Uh, you, you guys have mentioned every single player, and, like, they, they, have no, they have no opportunity better than now, the guys that need to step up. Because when Judge and Stanton come back, you're talking about – Minimum 70 home runs from those two guys in a full season. Like, very seldom can you can you guarantee that from two players. I get it, the injury bug. But you can't just you can't just be like, oh well, we spent so much money and, and we have tons of depth too. Like they're not the Braves. They don't have they don't have that kind of depth and youth. They have a little bit of an older lineup, so they need the youth to step up. And this is the best time. Bader will come back. Bader will probably have an OPS anywhere from 750 to 770. And they're just going to run guys out there that do that all the time. 770 OPS is going to be a good year for Donaldson, for LeMahieu. And so to me, it puts more onus on, yes, the pitching staff, but I think the pitching staff's done mediocre the whole time. It's going to put more onus on Booney to get things going. No longer are we waiting for the home run. Who's going to pop a dinger from this team? Rizzo? Well, if you just keep the ball out of a certain area, Rizzo's not hitting a homer. But the thing that Rizzo does do good is he takes his hits. LeMahieu takes his hits. You're going to see a different, if Judge is gone for a month, whatever he's gone for, you're going to see a different type of baseball that you're not used to seeing from the Yankees. Because you just can't, you just can't pop dingers out of the ballpark, you know, up and down the lineup like you thought you could when you built this lineup. Let's get to that's what he said. And let's swing it back to the Trey Turner quote, and then we'll go to Aaron Boone, because I know a lot of people in the chat were asking about taking out Domingo Herman. But first off, what did you think about that, Todd Father? Trey Turner being like, yeah, I would have gone maybe and considered LA, but they didn't come after me. There were a lot of replies to that social media wise with fans saying, dude, you said you wanted to go to the East Coast. You turned down more money from the Padres, which is totally fine. No, like Trey no. Turner, it's hard hard for many to say they wouldn't like Trey Turner. I mean, he's super smooth, fun to watch, pop, speed, not necessarily like saying anything that's going to offend or bother anyone ever, right? Like he's not real showy. So everyone was cool with it. They're just like, don't lie. You didn't want to go to the West Coast and that's fine. No one cares. I, yeah, I think there's more to it. I, I think he, if we were to talk to him more about it, that there would be maybe if he let the cat out of the bag, you know, maybe something happened or like you said, maybe he didn't want to go, but there was talks, as we know. Uh, there was conversations and then it died down after spring training. But yeah, that's the confusing part. He did want to go to the East Coast, but that's not going to stop a team if you really wanted them. Be like, hey, forget about the East Coast. Here's this lump sum of money. So the Dodgers did have an opportunity to still get him. The talk simmered. And, um, yeah, I don't think there was anything demeaning about what he said or he was trying to knock a team. It was just like, hey, listen, if we kept talking, maybe something could have happened. So I would like to know a little bit more about that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right, let's do the uh, Aaron Boone situation from yesterday. 
lot of Yankee fans in the chat today. And if someone's going to complain, we cover all teams pretty equally. So I mean, we've done a lot of White Sox, a lot of Cardinals, but the Yankees played last night. Mm. It was a bad loss for them. We covered the judge injury and a lot of what's going on with this team. But the other part, the other piece of the puzzle here is 88 pitches in. Do you take out Domingo Herman in that situation? Easy for us to look back now, but fans were losing their shit, and it's not up to them on what happens. And Kratzy, you can start here because you played for them. We've talked a lot about Craig Council and how he, he's a master at taking a pitcher out just before you think he's going to crack. So what would you have done yesterday? Were you pissed when you saw that? Yeah. I mean, you gotta you got to kind of read the situation. And we can sit here – you know, Monday morning quarterbacks and, you know, second guess what he had. In my opinion, it shows that he didn't even want him to go out for the ninth. Yeah, he said, well, I didn't want him to have an opportunity to tie the game up. Like, no, you can give him an opportunity to tie it up. Like, he's worked that entire way to that point in the game. Give him a chance. He's He's got to show you in the game, hey, you know what, I don't have it anymore. And... The other, the other answer he could have given that would have satisfied me, look, I gave it over to Clay Holmes. This is his game. He didn't do well. Like, and he kind of sidestepped both of them. Yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault. And that's part of – maybe that's part of Craig Council's mystique. He makes mistakes, but it's in Milwaukee. You make mistakes in New York, <laughs> it's not Milwaukee. How many, times, how many times have you guys been in a game the starters dealing. And it doesn't matter who they bring in. Clay Holmes is nasty. We saw it in the World Series a couple years ago. Snell was absolutely – the Dodgers had no chance. They bring in – I think it was Fairbanks, I think it was. And he was nasty too. But the Dodgers were like, thank God we don't have to face Blake Snell anymore. They go out and score the winning runs to win the World Series. This, this seemed like that type of situation. Oh, my gosh, we don't have to face Domingo Herman anymore. We're getting Clay Holmes. We'll take it because it's not Domingo Herman and what he's throwing. And then you saw a base hit, error by Holmes, all hell's breaking loose, base hit by Naylor. They tie the score. Had a chance to get out of it. He walks to Nino, walks the winning run in. And guess what? Then you get Class A in the ninth. Uh, good luck against 100-mile-an-hour cutter balls. But it just was one of those games that seemed like as a player, whew, Domingo Herman's not in there. Now we got a chance. Doesn't matter. They could have brought in Mariano Rivera. They could have brought in Roldis Chapman. It didn't matter. It wasn't Domingo Herman anymore. You start – licking your chops a little bit. I don't care if you got one out left. That's when the boys all of a sudden in the dugout, I'm like, hey, here we go. Who's going <laughs> to step up? We got a new guy here. Let's go. That's where I start chirping. You know, that brings out the young Todd Frazier in me. We knocked that guy out of the game. We really showed him. <laughs> you know what I mean? But still, it's like, what does this guy think he's doing? Let's go. Maybe it's on us now. And one hit, one walk, you know, an error by, by himself. Um, it was uh, – it was tough to watch. I think as a Yankees, as a manager, and I've never been there before because I've never managed. I've only managed nine-year-old teams. And for me, I always ride the hot hand. And I think you just have to ride the hot hand out, especially with what you got going on right now with the team struggling a little bit. He's hot. He has zero complete games. That would have been his first. And, you know, a confidence builder for the young man. He's been pitching well. I know he's confident right now. But just to put him over the top, like, all right, I could be that Garrett Cole. I could be that dude now. You know, I, I've had a complete game. And that that goes a long way for, you know, any pitcher. I got my first complete game, you know, and I think he would have done it. But we don't know. But if I'm Cleveland, I'm excited. I don't care who's coming in. Let's go. Who's going who's gonna to take care of business? Oh, Kratty, I wish I played with Todd Father. I can, I can visualize you take out the pitcher and, and Todd's chirping in the dugout. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Finally. Knows. He's out. How we doing? Let's go. It's Eric our time knows. to shine, baby. Yeah, there was a lot of chatter. There was a lot of chatter. <laughs> there was also a lot of, like, needing to lock Todd in a little bit. Like, hey, Todd, stay on second base. They might tag you. Like, hey, that hey, kind of stuff. hey. Like, he's everywhere. Nice. He's hey, everywhere. Ian. But, hey, you take that energy. You definitely take that energy. But if I'm the Yankees, too, I'm sitting there like, well, the only person that really hit the ball hard was Jose Ramirez. And he's the one guy that you know is going to hit the ball hard. Everybody else, it was like fumble by Holmes, walk, dribbler through the hole by Naylor, like, and then Hosey. I've never seen Hosey take a ball and hit a low line drive to left field. I just think you got to shake it off. But yeah, you definitely, 
the knockout gloves go to Aaron Boone right there for taking Mingo out. Dude, that was such a good swing by Jose Ramirez off that ball that Holmes threw. I think it was 3-1, too. Most guys, 3-1, they get big. Like you said, he just went out. But he has good numbers off Holmes, too. They showed him before that swing. I think it was like 5 for 9 or some crazy number off of him. So then he just went out and just – I mean, that ball is running away at 98, and he just, woo, he Let's, rifled it. Let me rifled ask you, too, as catchers. You got a guy throwing nasty two-seamer, nasty sinker, and he can't find it. What is the next move to do? You throw a slider. You throw something else to try to get him back in. A lot of times the, the play, and I think, I think Kratzy would agree with me, if you get a guy that goes, you go fastball, five pitches in a row, and it's ball, 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 mm-hmm. ball, ball, then you want to throw something different. So whether it's a changeup, a slider, something else to get him to think about something other with a different release point. So if he's throwing sinker and he's here, and then he has to throw slider and he's here, at least that's something different than the same thing over and over again. So if you're Trevino, you say, okay, let's throw, let's try a slider or a changeup, whatever it is, just to get his mind thinking about something else, and then you hopefully he'll find the release point on the fastball. Now let, let me ask you this, Eric. Now the slider's not working. They're laying off that. Is there a way? It's like I'm watching as I'm at third base. It's like, all right, let's go back to that sinker. Do you position your glove like high and tight? Like is that childish? Do you try moving your target? Like what else? What's another possibility? No, that's that's the other thing that I would have yeah. said off of AJ. I I'm afraid, especially with a super sinker like like Clay's, is if I go to the slider, is that next sinker that I'm going to throw flat? Now I might as well just kept throwing balls because at least we're not getting a new baseball. But the biggest thing for me is knowing your pitcher. You got to know, especially your closer. You're not just finding some sinker ball or out of the minor leagues. Sometimes it is, Todd. Sometimes it is. Hey, he's a he's a visual guy. So that means I need you to give me the glove way out here, you know, maybe more like inner half to a lefty so that it ends up outer half. It all depends. Some sinker ball guys, you're like, hey, I want fastball away. And you set up away, he's going to start it right at your glove, just right at your mitt, and that thing's just going to go ball, ball, ball. And all of a sudden, you're 3-1. But that's where I got into issues with a sinker baller. If I'm 2-0 with runners on first and second with a sinker baller, I'm like, this is it. Ground ball, double play. And now three runs of score because I haven't been able to get the guy back in the zone or throw something else because I rely on that sinker to get me that ground ball. Would you, you've never done this though? You've never said, I know I still talk to, I talk to high school kids because I help coach my son's high school team. And I'll say, hey, give the target, if he's missing over here, give, give him a target up here. Move inside to give them a different look. Move your body. And then you also tell the pitcher at the same time, if you have time to go to the mound, hey, if you're starting it at his left shoulder, start it at his head or. Yep started somewhere different. So they think about something different rather than, especially because most of the times guys miss in the same spot. Now, if you catch a guy and he's up, down, left, right, <laughs> then you're just back there praying, like, please just throw it close. But most of the time guys miss in the same spot. So you give them something else to think about. Hey, even if you don't make it up sometimes, like, hey, you're hitting on your heel, land on your toe more. And then instead of thinking about throwing a ball, they're thinking about, well, I got to land on my toe more. Oh, man, there it is. Interesting. Yep. No. Oh, you're Interesting. 100% right. You're 100% right. And you got to find that in your guy. And I think this is the, because I've heard it said, a lot of these catching gurus that have never played sit there and they go, ah, the target doesn't mean anything. No, hmm. the target means a lot. The connection with the pitcher means a lot because there's going to be situations like that. Yes, statistically, Clay Holmes has nasty stuff. You throw 100 miles an hour, oh, don't worry about it. Just go out there and throw it. In the game, you got to figure out what works the most. Watch the race sometimes. The race sometimes, they when I caught when I caught Blake Snell with the race, we used to give a high target, not like you know the fake fastball target, but the high target for the curveball because if you gave a low target, hey, I need this bounced. Blake's gonna start that thing at your mitt, and it is gonna end up. 52 feet, and you're going to be out here trying to block a ball like Yachty Molina with it sticking to your chest protector. <laughs> like, yep. there's, there's, there's so much of that stuff. There's so much. you got to figure out what works for you, but also what is working for them in different situations. That's the beauty of catching. That's what's so boring about playing other positions. <laughs> I hope young <laughs> kids are watching this right now, man. Yeah. This, is, this is really good stuff going on right now.
Yeah, we'll clip it off. We'll make sure we clip it off no and, doubt. And, and put it on all the socials after the show, too. So a couple other things from last night. So you know I'm very interactive, right? I'm literally interacting with fans. You're also the only one up in the chat. 10 p.m. In this Actually, that's relevant to what I'm about to talk about because Charlie's in the chat here, very active today. And Charlie. You know, we're often only the big teams get covered. It should always be about 30 teams. It, all these talk shows are all about the mega teams. And I said, no, we talk about all 30, trust me. Way more than many other spots, MLB's, ESPN's kind of thing. We we are making sure that if the White Sox are the story, because they're a beautiful disaster and Robert got, got benched, we're all over it. So the said, A's, like, we've covered the A's like nobody. We've definitely covered the A's more than anyone. <laughs> we've so, covered the Brewers more than anybody. Yes. They're He's, not a big market. He, he said, I said, like, give me a team. He said, Reds. Okay, so here's what I want to explain here. Todd, go, because I don't know much about the No, no, no. Well, <laughs> they're, doing one, pretty, they're doing pretty well this year. Yeah, they're doing yeah, okay. They're doing better than expected. Okay. Now, now, for fans to understand, we're not going to – when I say cover all teams, we're going to cover whatever the biggest story is. If it's October and it's the NLCS and the Reds aren't in it, we're not talking about the damn Reds. I think that's pretty mm. understandable, right? We're not going, mm, I wonder what they're going to do in the offseason. Like, that's not the focus right now. But we do talk about all teams. We covered Hunter Green's extension. I like Graham Ashcraft a lot. I like yes. Nick Lodolo on the mound I mean, a Jimmy lot. Votto on. Now, this is a last place team, though. They're going to finish in last place this year, in my mind. They're 12 and 17. They're towards the bottom. St. Louis is not going to be – they might not make the playoffs now, but they're not going to be this bad. I'm not going to overreact. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be this good either. I think it'll be them in Cincinnati at the bottom, which is what we anticipated. The other side of this is, yes, I did stay up. I watched all of the pods game. Nailed it on our bets. We'll talk about that later. But Tatis <laughs> is back. The Reds played okay. They kept up with them until about halfway through. Hassan Kim hit a homer and the offense erupted. And they thought that they were still in Mexico City because they scored eight. So the story from this one, though, is Tatis back in front of his home crowd. First time since September of 2021. It's a long-ass time ago. Mm-hmm. And he was bowing he got a huge ovation. He also played really well. And here's some video from Tatis coming back. He looks good in right field. He made a nice play out there, and he's just learning the position. Of course, he can still swing the bat. So it's a huge addition, re-addition for the Padres. And not that you expected anything less, but he's coming off a of steroid suspension. Fans are going to stand. They're going to cheer, and they're going to say, we don't give a shit. Help us win ball games, and it's all good. Isn't that what they tell you? I mean, that's what fan bases have done reacted. that with anybody, but anybody uh, coming yeah. back from a steroid suspension. They did yeah. that with, with Ryan Braun when he came back in Milwaukee. People were like, oh, how is he going to be received? I'm like, they're going to, at home, they're going to clap, and on the road, they're going to boo. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what, nothing's changed. Yeah. How quickly we forget. <laughs> I don't think they care. I think fans are just like, cool, now he's back, and our team so looks only better. the players care that you do steroids and cheat? I think the fans in San Diego just want winning baseball, and now he's back, and he served his suspension. I'm just that, saying. That's what the I was going to say. That's what right? I was going to say. I think having him on the team only helps it. And they're like, you know what? Let's give this guy the cheer. You know, he deserves because he's helped us before. You know, when he was when he was on steroids, whatever. You know, it's I, I think more baseball players are like whatever now. I, I I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but it's 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 been a lot more players than you know we expected. So. In San Diego, they're excited. They got one of their best players back, and they're moving on, and so be it. And that's and I think that's what the motto and what's going on there in uh, California. Also, someone was disguised as Blake Snell on the mound. I like Snell, but he walks the world. No walks. He looked good. <laughs> I don't yesterday. care what he did. They won by more than two runs. So yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I have him as my World Series pick, and I'm feeling good about it. Are it's you a really? super talented team. Yeah, why wouldn't I feel good about it? Who's, who's scaring me? I'm not saying it's a lock, but I'm saying if you pick the White Sox or the Cardinals right now as your World Series team, you're fucked. For me, I feel really good about the Padres right now. You don't? Okay. Why? You're like, okay, okay. okay. Um, well, What's, I'm not sold on their starting pitching right now because Snell struggled. Musgrove hasn't been great. He just got back. Still, but and he pitched in Mexico. Well, you got a pitch He pitched on the moon. <laughs> That's true. The <laughs> elevation, like no one's ever, uh, side note, no who one's ever going to want to pitch did, there again. Did like, you see the tweet? Someone tweeted that pitchers who have to pitch in Mexico City, they shouldn't count for their stats. <laughs> yeah, it was I a starting that. pitch. I don't know who tweeted I, out. I it saw was, that. I saw that. It was that. funny as hell that they wrote, if you have to start, because next year I think they said the Astros and somebody are going to play there. McCullers isn't pitching. I'm already banking it. <laughs> He's not pitching. 
I'm telling he's, you. I'm, I'm saying he would say he's an honest dude. Like, Kratz, you played with him. He'd be like, screw that. Like, my numbers are going to get crushed. It's not just the way the ball travels. It's the way the ball travels out of, at, off the bat, out of the hand. It doesn't break the same. Yeah. I mean, the slider's not going to slide, but I don't see McCullers doing that. There's, there's a few rare, there's a few rare pitchers that, that I know that duck starts and I won't say who, but it was definitely when the Orioles were coming to town, when they had those mashers in that lineup. Oh, all of a sudden, Hey, I'll pitch on three days rest. Uh, I'm going to need an extra two days. Oh, you ducked the Orioles again. Huh? Sweet. (laughs) <laughs> those guys oh trust me i don't know about todd but i know that eric and i can give you a few names of some guys that have <laughs> definitely maneuvered their way around when the pitching coach comes around and says hey you want to where do you want to pitch on five days we can give you an extra day or two they'd look at that schedule and say oh i gotta go pitch in yankee stadium against the jeter and Teixeira and matsui and I'll damon oh i'd rather much I'd rather pitch against the Orioles when they had nobody. I had Kevin Millar <laughs> hitting third for him. Scott, not, so look, not, look. they don't have to look at the schedule. They've already looked at it. They're not, they're not <laughs> doing anything else. Scotty, get, exactly get your stat gurus oh. to look up when the White Sox played the the Yankees when when Brzezinski was on the team. We'll figure out who that pitcher was. Oh, you want to find out who it is? I'm, I'm yeah. I didn't positive. necessarily say I didn't necessarily say it was on the. I don't think of anybody on the White Sox to skip. We had <laughs> Burley. Burley backtracking. He's backtracking. Listen, Burley. Burley. I know Burley didn't. Burley pitch against anybody. He didn't give a flying. Oh yeah. He didn't give a crap. I mean, the guys that Contreras was pitching against anybody. Freddie Garcia pitched against anybody. I was busting chops. You don't no, have I know, to backtrack. I, I wasn't necessarily talking about the White Sox. There's some other guys I played. Oh, with Red Sox. Teams. We're talking Red Sox then for sure. <laughs> Yo, John Lester, man, he always skips starts. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wait, let me let me cover the Red Sox because actually was the there last was one thing. on the White Sox. I ain't going to use his name though, but I'll, there was one on the White Sox. I, I want to also, you know, swing it around to another team that I had lastly from last night, and this is under the "that's what he said" category. Alex Verdugo's having a freaking year right now dude he's yeah. got the chains bro rocket he's hitting that homers. thick gold chain is working and he has three walk-offs already this year we're a month in he has three walk-offs he's clutch as can be i also give him a ton of credit because he's he's improving nesson's fcc violations were at zero <laughs> yesterday after what three in that last uh. walk-off he said quote i live for that moment discussing why he's enjoying hitting in pressure situations. So a little bit vanilla, a little cookie cutter with the answer. It wasn't quite as good as the one we heard the other day, which I'd like to run because I don't think we ran it fully the other day because I think we were talking to Whit Merrifield at that, at that point he came on. So I'd like to hear Alex Verdugo from last time, what cost Nesson probably a cool, what, 150 grand or something? Going through your mind as they're taking time to really evaluate that play again. Please be fucking fair. Oh, my bad. But please be fair, man. I was like, I just didn't want to pull one and, and fucking uh that dang. I didn't want We're I, live, Alex. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that top father, by the way? Oh no, no, no that's a first oh, time. That's hysterical. Hey, he's he's shooting the shit with the boys at the bar, man. Come on, let the guy live a little bit, man. Why? So Nesson gets in trouble for that? I guess. I mean, they didn't say anything publicly on it. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, but it's you can't say that on cable. You can't say fuck on cable. He's just a natural high, man. That was a natural high. He can say it in. It's like gambling in other states. You can say the f bomb in New England all the time. It's not even a curse word. (laughs) Big Big Poppy did that, didn't he? Do it once when he came back. He's a hero. They have a statue. Yeah, yeah, marathon. This is our freaking city. Yes, exactly. He didn't, well, he we didn't joked. Freaking. Todd, you missed. We joked that day. I think I think I said, like, yeah, it's just part of, hey, Ma, get pa- a six-year-old. Hey, Ma, can you pass the Cheerios? Charlie, <laughs> it's, hey, Ma, can you pass the fucking Cheerios? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. But, are. no, seriously, I mean, it, that, that's raw emotion from Alex. That's how you win a fan base. Hey, he was he's always looked at there as the guy. The, the guy that got away was Mookie. They trade him away. He's mm-hmm. a Dodger for life now. And they're like, oh, we got Verdugo and some change. Verdugo's playing good. I mean, I know he's not Mookie Betts, but he's playing ball. He's a well above average player right now for that ball club. <clears throat> yeah. He's dominating. He's dominating. Yeah. So just wanted to give him a little There's bit a of props. A lot of Red Sox fans, you ask about that trade, and they say, we got nothing back. Verdugo's trying to prove him wrong now. 100%. Yeah, Jeter Downs did not work out. But Alex Verdugo is a ball player. That is a winning player on, on a – 
You can't trade team. if you're the Red Sox. You can't trade for someone named Jeter. I don't care. It's got to be a no go. As soon as you say the Dodgers are like, "Hey, we'll I, give you this guy named Jeter." I thought you were. Red Sox I are really like, nah, about dude, Derek. We got to get someone else. <laughs> Jeter, we got to get somebody else. Oh, I got geez. Connor Wong too. I mean, I'm not saying he's. You know, the two of them are going to combine for what Mookie gave him, but mm-hmm. Connor Wong was part of that trade too. Yeah. And yep. it's just, it's tough. They should have just signed Mookie. Like, who cares who you got for him? Mookie. Uh, yeah, of course they should have, which we've covered that at length too. Is you know, now that at least they got it done with Devers, but this team should still have Mookie and should still Bogarts. have Bogarts. So. They're playing okay right now, though. They're hanging in there. I just, they're I think costing they're, me, they're costing me a bet. Yeah, they're it. they're not going to be good by the end of the year, though. <laughs> that division's too good. They don't have enough pitching depth. Someone in the AL East is going to have to suck, and it's probably going to be them. Okay. I, that's my thoughts. You want to project forward? Let's do it right now. Your bet MGM postseason futures odds. Some updates that came out. So I just want to get some analysis here on, on how things are looking. The favorite to win the AL pennant at the moment is. Do you guys know? Houston. Well, here it is. It's on the board. It's got to be Houston. Yeah. They, they started a little slow, yeah. and then they've heated up. Houston. They actually had two two tough They're injuries. Up. They're banged up, too. Did you see Urquidy has Urquidy. the shoulder. He's on the IL. Luis Garcia left after like eight pitches yesterday, and he had just started to find his rhythm again. Jose Abreu was getting hot, boys. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. On, Does he man. still have zero? Does he still uh, have the zero? He's got right, the almost. zero. Dude, listen, I was watching the game the other day. And I'm like, before the game, maybe I should put a bet he's going to hit a home run today. Well, he had bases loaded, nobody out in the first inning. Foul ball, foul ball, late. And I'm like, come on, Jose, you got this. And then he grounded a double play. Didn't even get the RBI either. I'm like, oh, man. What are you going to do? He is fading. You win some, some, you lose some, right? Yeah. I mean, age is catching up to him, perhaps. He's he's up there. How old is Jose Abreu? 36? 36, I guess. Five? No, I think he's 36 or 36. You guys all know otherwise he's 36. Otherwise, you guys would all be playing. I mean, eventually, catches you lose a little bat brother. speed. It, it's it going to catch you. There ain't been a person yet it ain't caught up to. No. The <laughs> one thing I can bank on that I'm winning money on, Jose Abreu, not leading the league in homers at 40. Not, not doing it at <laughs> 36. 36 either. Exactly. So, But for Houston, my one thing is, you know, they probably could have used one more starter. I know they're pretty rich in pitching in general, but – Losing Verlander and seeing what was around for depth in the offseason, starting pitching wise, they're like, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't maybe pick someone else up for for a little more um, insurance in that rotation. Dusty Baker was asked in spring training about that. Uh, hey, do you think you guys should have added another starter? He goes, quote, that was always a consideration for me. We didn't have a general manager in place in order to make that move. Boom. <laughs> Owner burn. Wow. And hey, it's popping up now, though. He's probably pissed, Kratzy. I mean, and McCullers has been hurt. So they're missing a lot of is guys. He, coming back? He, he is coming back I eventually. Mean, eventually. Yeah, but not yet. I think I think today's starter is a huge, huge start for Houston. Hunter Brown going is it's a big, you know, set the tone for the rotation. I think if there's if there's a manager that could call out their owner or president, whatever, you know, whoever, whoever fired the GM last year, click like let's, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be dusty. Dusty's like, what do I have to lose? I'm just going to be honest. You know, we just won a world series. I'm the man and I don't really care what he thinks. So yeah, we probably should have gotten this done, but who would they have gone to get, you know, are they going to go get, are they going to get Ross Stripling for two years? You know, were they in on a Bassett? type of pitcher like yeah. Houston's Houston's notorious for having young starters come up and maybe they were kind of hoping that it wasn't going to have to be this year with how many starters have gone down so far three of their main five guys and Tough. yet still they're the favorite <laughs> <laughs> until, they, until they lose yeah they're going to be the favorite what did Susan Waldman say is Houston still in the league answer was yes Till someone knocks them off, like Todd just said, they're the favorite. Confirmed. My Houston's favorite thing, though, league. is if, you, if we put that back up there, if we can put that graphic back up what there do you for want? the AL pennant. Just explain it. We'll Highest it ticket percentage, 16%. That means the most tickets bought were for Cleveland? Correct. Yes. Over Yankees and Astros? 
Is that just recently or is that the whole year? No, that's updated today. So the most ticket percentage is Cleveland at 16%. Not handle though. So handle is money, right? So the most yeah. money is put down on the Yanks. The highest ticket is Cleveland. Also keeping in mind that you're playing the odds game. So, and I'll look up what Cleveland is right now, but it's probably pretty favorable because they're not even favored to win the division yet. Would it shock you if Cleveland made it to the World Series? Yes. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, to to win the pennant? Yeah, they To win the division team. wouldn't surprise me, I mean, near as much as to win the pennant. If they got to go be, through the Yankees, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Yankees, Houston, <laughs> Seattle. Who's going to be left on the Yankees twins. by the time we get to that true, point? True. Everybody will be back. Everyone's hurt. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, Ooh, Cleveland's yes. a good team, though, still. I, they're, I think they're, good, they're being slighted. Do they like, have, I, do they I have like, the offense, though? Honestly, do they have an offense to win a pennant? Did they last year? No. They win the pennant. Right. No, but they, it do they have I an offense? No. Like, for example, I like to still look at them division-wise because if you looked at them in the beginning of the season, you're not getting great money on Cleveland winning the AL Central. Now the no. Twins are, are favored. So I would, I would look there. That's where you try and take advantage of the voids. I'll help you out. Okay. I'm saying I, I wouldn't – I mean – who wins the division right now in the AL Central? Who do you have? Looks like Minnesota right now. I, they, I think, they just lost. They just lost Mally. Yeah, and Kentomayeda. There's two. I think Cleveland. They've got a lot of good, good-looking prospects that are going to come up halfway through the season. In my mind, I don't mm-hmm. think they're playing their best. Well, they baseball. need Tristan McKenzie back. Tristan McKenzie will come back. And the biggest thing for them too is at the deadline, do something. You have a ton of prospects. You can't spend money. The deadline is for you. Make trades. You have prospects. Speak. speak. Speak right here. here. Look, here's my finger. Speak. I'm right here. I know. I'm right here. Or prospects. Yes. You have plenty of both. So trade some. <laughs> so at the trade deadline, you can tell your fan base, hey, we can't spend the world and we're operating like the Midwest version of the Rays and we look good, but please push yourself over the top because you're a playoff caliber team right now. Please make a move, a significant one. And it is true because all of the beat writers say it in Cleveland. They hold their prospects too high, right? Too high. That's where AJ's hand is right now. Too high. Thank you. You can't catch the flow. <laughs> yeah, but the, prospects, the prospects they have, the prospects they have are starting pitchers. Their formula, I've seen their computer formula, and it only rewards starting pitchers. They do not create many good relievers from – so that's where they go and get them. From the minor leagues, they don't get relievers from the minor leagues. They go out and they trade for their guys. Year in and year out, yes, they had Shaw. Yes, they had Cody Allen. But it's their starting pitching. So they have to trade from their starting pitching. And come June, July, if your starting pitching is a little bit banged up, you're not trading from dudes that are double-A, triple-A because you're not resigning Bieber. You're not resigning or extending McKenzie. You know, you have to – and really, I don't know that their starting pitching is that awesome to be able to take over the Twins. I think the Twins, it's still a Twins division. Yeah, that's because you picked them. Luke said, <laughs> Luke, wait, Luke goes, my seven-year-old has more power than the Guardians. <laughs> well, interesting. You know, some people are like, oh, I like the Josh Bell move. I'm like, eh. Like, that's yeah. it? I don't know. I mean, their payroll, now they're a team. I think they started contending again earlier than they thought. And so now their payroll hasn't caught didn't up they, to that. Didn't they come out and say they were going to spend this offseason and they went out and got Josh Bell? Did they say that they were going to spend? I thought they said that like, now is the time we're going to spend. And they went out I don't ever remember that. I mean, Josh Bell's a nice player. <laughs> yeah. I think the only time they ever spent was on Edwin Encarnacion. Edwin. That was a long time ago. Probably Alomar and all those guys they spent on. Well, that was even longer. I mean, but, I mean they spent a little to get themselves to the World Series. In my mind now, it's it's time to do that again. There. It wasn't that long. There, they there's the a lane Series. is all I'm saying. Like The, the American League has a lane yeah. that they can grab. Right. They should be doing a lot more because they've done a great job developing from within, homegrown, even the trades that they've done on the reverse end of, of selling. You sell off Lindor, got a great return. They nailed that trade. Mm-hmm. Andre Jimenez, Med Rosario, two of the best parts of their team, winning ball players. So let's look at the updated odds for the National League pennant. Do we know who the favorite is at the moment in the NL? Got to be the Braves, right? Yeah, it is. Plus 275. <laughs> it's got to be the Braves. It was up there. You, you and AJ, both of you guys said it while I was up there. <laughs> I didn't see so it. Damn smart. <laughs> <laughs> highest tickets, Philly. Highest handle, the Mets. New York. Yeah. Well, because they've fallen back a little bit down to earth, according to the odds here from BetMGM. Yet, I mean, we really haven't seen their best baseball yet. I mean, Scherzer's been out now for a couple weeks, 
and Justin Verlander is making his debut this week. Wouldn't shock me if the Mets represent the National League. Biggest liabilities, Pittsburgh, of course, people piling on there. Good luck with that. Pittsburgh and <laughs> Pittsburgh in the World Series, I'm doing something stupid. I'm making some stupid ass bet. Shave they your are head. not making it to the World Series. No, that's that's, that's too impossible. Far. That's that's too far. <laughs> take yes. it, take it one step back. You're at a ten. Let's you go come on the show nine. with no shirt on if that happens. I'll do that anyways. Done. No, I'm not doing that anyways. But I'll do something like that. Although we might lose fans, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, uh, so Dinger might Pittsburgh Dinger might freaking flip out. What? If Pittsburgh makes the World Series, yes. Dot dot dot. We can come up with something for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm I'm safe on that one. The thing about Atlanta is they're the best. I've, if you've watched them play, they play like the best team in that league. Mm-hmm. From starting pitching, they need, they need some bullpen. They need Iglesias back. They need bullpen help. Whether You can't keep running Jesse Chavez out there every every day. I mean, they <laughs> run him out there every day. But Minters struggled a little bit as the closer. There's some questions kind of in the, you know, some of the back end guys. Get Iglesias back. It kind of backs everybody up to their original role. So they need him back. But offensively, Sean Murphy might be the best catcher in the National League, I dare to say right now, the way he's swinging the bat in gold glove defense. All of these, we already talked about Acuna is probably the best player. Michael Harris hasn't gotten going yet. Riley's a stud. Olsen's a stud. Vaughn Grissom's swinging it. It's a whole. It's a team without a ton of holes, without a lot of ton of holes. And we know Anthopoulos will go out at the trade deadline, unlike what Scott said about Cleveland, and make the right moves to help them. Mm-hmm. You're right. They always do. Rysel Iglesias last year. I mean, I know. Well, in 21, when they won, they went out and got a whole new outfield. You're right. Literally. I mean, four outfielders, right, that year? It was Duval, Rosario, Soler, mm-hmm. who DH'd a lot, of course. Yeah, they, they did well, um, DH in the World Series. Uh, the One more question, looking back for a second to Cleveland, just because I'm trying to be very interactive today. Luke said, Paul O'Neill said last night, Josh Bell has so many moving parts to swing. Hard for him to be consistent? Yes. Yes. Luke That's why sometimes hitter. he looks like a top 10 hitter in the league. And then, unfortunately, most of the time, he looks like one of the worst hitters in the league. It's hard to get all those moving parts synced he's up. He's a big dude. But he's yeah here, and then he's dropping down, and he's got all these things moving. It's hard to sync them all up. That's why if you watch, let's say, Tony Gwynn, and he very, very – smooth, easy swing, repeatable swing. That's the thing. When you get into these big moving parts and all this, it's hard to repeat them for 500, 600 at-bats because it's hard to be in the same spot. So, therefore, your timing gets on. If you're always here and you go from here and you go straight to the ball, yeah. But if you're up here and you got to get it down here, what happens if you're here instead of here? It's a big difference hitting major league pitching. Who else is like that? He's always changing, too. When I I played with him, he was always – Three for four. Ah, you know, here, here, like, where should I? On my back, like, and and he's so tall, too. Like, yes, he's changing all the time. But tall guys have a lot more that can go wrong, pitching and hitting. So, but you are, he he is an incredible talent, but streaky, like, streaky streaks. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, one more on this. Let's look at World Series odds, because Atlanta has moved significantly mm. from last time. Plus eight hundred, they're now at, at plus five fifty to win the chip. Highest tickets, the Yanks, and the highest handles, the Yanks. Still a lot of confident Yanks betters, and Boston's the biggest liability. Do I have to do something? I mean, I probably should add on Boston also. Not what if making it's Boston the World Pittsburgh World Series. I'll shave my head. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Clip wow. that. Write it down. Clip it. I'm shaving. I, I just became the biggest Red Sox Sh- slash shaving my head. <laughs> because here's the problem: if Boston, Boston Pittsburgh is a ten. If Boston is in the World head. Series, I have a bet where if Boston wins more games than the White Sox, it's looking mm-hmm. like it. I have to dye my hair red. My buddy has to dye his hair white if the White Sox win more games right now. And one of those things is is going to happen. One of you are, are dying. Well, yeah. Head. There's no tie. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, for for me, I'm not shaving my head. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like, just became the biggest Pirates Red Sox <laughs> fan in the world. No Let's chance. go Buckos. No freaking chance. Uh, thoughts? World Series fave at this point, about a month in? Hard I'd, love to... To see, I'd love to see why, like, how does that compare to other years? 
just because the Yankees are always, you know, they're one of the top three or four teams up there when you start the projections at the beginning of the year. I'd like to see where that percentage ranks compared to other years or if it's just right on par and just those amount that amount of people are, are covering that. Too hard to tell. Too early. Too early, but I like I, – yeah, I mean, Atlanta, it seems like they always just find ways to win, man. It's uh, whenever they're playing. So I would say it's too early. Uh, I – I guess go Atlanta. Yeah, I guess they're right on par there. I would go Atlanta, but not way... too early. That's the whole point of this: is you got to take a guess. Well, like I'm now I'm, a, I'm going Buckos, Buckos, yeah, Red Sox, baby. <laughs> no freaking chance. Goofy Fire guys. the cannonball! That was like AJ before the season started. He was like, "Who's drinking too much and putting money on the A's right now to win the division?" And that already has proven very, very true. Mm-hmm. As we said, please take the over on their losses. Okay. Well, who and who has? If if you get if you get the Braves and the Yankees, or would you take the field? Like if if there was a number, what would that number have to be? If you were like, all right, do you want the Braves or the Yankees to win the World Series? Or your choice is flip side, you take the field. Who You're you, asking would, me to set odds right now. I'll take the field. I'll take yeah. The I'll field. take the field. Okay, well then you set the two teams, and you'd be like, I'm willing to take these two teams, Astros uh, and Braves. Who the Braves and who Astros and Braves right now. That's a, those are the two. Those are the two that I would say have the best chance to get there and, and win it. BetMGM agrees with you. Those are the two. Yeah. I I would have said the same before the season. Yeah, I like the Padres as well. Just saying. You Still can't. You can't like three teams. <laughs> no, I I didn't. No, he likes the Padres. Astros and Braves. Oh, oh, so you would take Padres and Astros. I'm going to do Padres, two most likely teams to win the World Series. You get those two, we get the field. So I will do Padres and Braves. They're the same league. You so, got to pick an American League team. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I mean, he pick... didn't say a World Series matchup. He said no, most no, he likely can do to that. win the World Series. Okay. I can pick two NL teams. I, I like the NL more than the AL. Okay. That's fine. Todd, help me oh, out. We're always on the same page. I'm talking Jersey. He's trying to yeah. he's trying to pinpoint me on two teams, and I'm picking two that I think are the most likely. The two top odds in my mind right now are, are those two ball clubs. I'm going with the 2000 World Series. Who's if you guys can remember who was in the World yeah. Series in 2000? Who well, was? It? You finally picked the day where I took that train off of the set because Tyrus Baseball's <laughs> taking over the set. Yeah, let's go, Subway baby. Series. Subway you got a Subway series. this year. I'll be there if they are. Wow. For every game? Maybe. Just just in spite of you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just busting. I'll watch it. I'll watch it from home. You <laughs> could come with me. Hey, hey, you could come with me. Let's go. Ooh. Jackson Anywhere said, you we'll go be... in New York with Todd, it's big time. <laughs> no, stop. Let's come on. Just like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah, BC agrees with me. Smart man. NL over AL. I agree. Thank you. What? I mean. Oh, you must have some people that just hit up, uh, hey, make sure you agree with me so I can get some clout on this thing. (laughs) Whatever. I'm in charge of the chat. Burner. What up, Jay? Let's slap hands. Scott with that. The firm one, Scott. You give yeah. that, that smart, that well, firm, firm. I didn't play, Top Father. Not baseball. I wanted to just show you guys. I, I, I can, I belong. I can. Hmm. I can't hit a baseball, hmm. but no, hmm. no. <laughs> I can handle the. Uh, I can handle the the dips and what's what the hell is I'm. You could do the you words. could do the scorebook. That's what we need you for. A scorebook. Yeah. No, I got. I was ripping dips. <laughs> I'm coming back. You ready for me? I'm going to break the dip machine again on Friday. I'll be Let's there. Let's go. You, and you could play for the banana. What's that team? The banana. Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. I can dance a little bit. Cinco de Mayo at Todd Fathers. It'll be Kratz, me, and Frazier all together. So, But before that, we still got a couple more shows to go. Um, but also just wanted to shout out, and we'll post it in a little bit, um, again, for Sarah Lang's not just happy birthday, but um, we're now exactly a month away from Lou Gehrig Day, and there's some cool stuff going on. We'll post about it on our socials coming up in just a second. So that's it. And I forgot Kratz hat, so we'll have to have him wear the same damn hat tomorrow. Also looking forward to talking Verlander tomorrow a little bit. He's coming back this week. 
Scherzer tomorrow, too. Max Scherzer's coming back tomorrow. We'll have a special guest with us tomorrow who's going to go over some of the products that Max can he's use. teach us how to be super sticky. <sighs> tacky, no, tacky. you can't be tacky tacky or he'll be off the freaking mound again. Tacky tacky, you'll be wacky wacky. If you get busted again, <laughs> does the suspension... Oh, yeah, wow. exactly. Does the suspension increase? Great well, question. Wait, does he have Phil Cuzzy again? I don't know. Ooh. Hold on, before we go, before what? we slap hands, I got something for you, Todd. Watch. Claudia, can we run that video I sent you? This is how we do it. See if we can... Oh, okay. you just... We just played us out, and then AJ no, 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 just no, stopped, stopped it. it. This is my damn show. No, this is, we just wah, lost wah, half wah, the audience. Wah, no, I'm kidding. Nope. Okay, what do you got for us? I, I'm hoping we got... You guys asked, you shall receive. You want to see how we do it down at First Academy? We got the video. Where, I, we had a video. Thought we, there it is. Look. There we go. Look. Oh. Oh my God! Wow! Where are you, AJ? He's in the middle. That's AJ. That is not me. That, <laughs> that is that, not is, that is not. That's that's tough. That's tough, Coach. Oh, I see. <laughs> nice. I saw, I saw. And now they all have uh, what streaks? They all. They went blonde. Yeah, my son went super blonde. What'd, you, what'd you guys win there? That was last year. That was district. Oh, I thought nice. that was just like, you know, run of the mill. No, I have one. I have one. There, here it is. This is run of the mill game right here. Same coach. That's the clubhouse. Oh, my. Look at you guys have a clubhouse. I find that fascinating. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. That's just God got out by MLB. <laughs> <laughs> now play the music. Now play the music. Yeah, we Let's got sound go. system. We got the lights. We got the whole deal yes. in the clubhouse. Come on. Yes. Hey, some really good stuff earlier, too, from Kenny Ballgame, Ken Rosenthal. So if you missed anything from earlier, you can watch it back on Judge, on Harper. It's Big Bryce Day. Bryce is back, baby. Um, we'll see you on Wednesday on FT Ozzie Live. Ozzy Gian tomorrow. It could be what a shirtless Ozzy Gian. You might have to watch. I'll be watching. Close your eyes. Foul Territory fans, listen up. Our friends at BetMGM are running an MLB Bet $10, get $100 instantly promo with the bonus code SPICYMLB. Here's how it works. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Place a pregame money line wager of at least $10 on any MLB team to win at standard odds price, and you will receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. If you sign up in Massachusetts or Ohio, you receive $200 in bonus bets. Use the bonus code SPICYMLB.